Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 11 was all about... The SEC teams, not named Alabama and Georgia, struggling but remaining ranked. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the man who's mocking Zion Williamson first overall in the 2021 NFL Draft. And with me, as always, is AJ. Michigan will be number five in the college football playoff rankings. Mark Hazy. Yeah, probably. Uh, Also, let's stop talking about Zion. This is not the place or the time. I just think he could be a better football player than basketball player. He's not, even the, not even the best basketball player on his team. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. He's not even the second best. Shout out uh, Trey Jones. Today, we'll do some Week 11 superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games, and preview who to watch in Week 12. Let's hit it! Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving down to Nashville maybe Looking for a net or bosa Draft Matt Gay on the first day Draft Matt Gay on the second day Just get Matt Gay on your squad Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie. Oops. <laughs> Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I'd only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. That's $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit MYBOKIE online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN, H-E-A-V-E-N, when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using promo code HEAVEN25. 
it's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take the extra money. You play, you win, you get paid! My Bucky! I only, right. I only do the podcast to read those ads. It's true. <laughs> this whole thing is sponsored by my... Like, they, they started this podcast. That's an ad. It's true. <laughs> We're a podcast about ads. Um, okay. Let's start it. Week 11 superlatives. Let's start off at the top like we always do. Justin Herbert update. Do 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 do. I watched I watched the whole game against Utah. There was uh, again, it's it's always the same thing with him. Flashes of brilliance that yeah. are why he is the number one QB in the class, and bought, like head and shoulders over everybody else. But just inconsistency, um, especially drive to drive. They lost to Utah. I think it was thirty two twenty five. Can I can I can I quick rant about this game? Sure. How are the Ducks losing to Utah without Moss and, uh, ooh, I'm blanking, quarterback? Huntley. Like, that's Uh, bad. That's bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. Kyle Winningham. You're not wrong. That is a person. (laughs) Um, Well, I can tell you how. But, hey, first of all, Oregon, uh, like, how overrated did I stand everybody overrate them? Yeah, uh, apparently so. Yes. Remember, remember, there was talk um, <clears throat> that they could, they could be in the playoff. Backdooring, yeah, for real. And now they're, I think they're six and four. But uh, yeah, it was the same, same old, same old. Herbert doesn't really have anybody outside of Dylan Mitchell to go to. Um, threw a beautiful touchdown on the down the right side of the sideline to Mitchell. Perfect over the shoulders ball, where uh, only Mitchell can make a play on it for a touchdown. He ended up throwing for 288 and three scores. His stats are good, but it's just you want more consistency from drive to drive. This Oregon team with Justin Herbert, I know they're not a great skill position team, mm-hmm. but he should be able to put up more than 25 points against Utah and have them yeah. more in the game. I never really felt like Utah was going to lose the game. Uh, they also have Matt Gay go off if you're looking at kickers, so. Oh, you know I am, Rob. He, he had a fantastic game. I'm not well, a kicker yeah. scout by any means, but he's. I don't know if you could put anybody over him. Rob, we, I've been saying this for years. So. I think he hit a 51 and like a 56 plus he's like had, three other field goals. It's been a down year for him. Though, I so. know. It, he's bounced back against Oregon, though. That's good. Um, uh, best freshman you saw. Hey, quickly. What do you think of the Utah Unis? I thought they looked cool. I like the helmets. I like them too. I'm not a big fan of red and black, red and black usually, but they looked really good. Yeah, they no, they looked. Helmets cool. were cool. The painted on wings, those. Yeah, I like keep that. doing that, Utah. They, they have better uniforms than Oregon in that game, and that's not I, uh, something that's easy to do. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. So best freshman. Uh, I'm gonna throw a couple names. I'm not just a couple guys that I, I like. They had the nice games. First off, let's let's do Chuba Hubbard, the Oklahoma State running back. Who did you know about him before, Rob? Before yeah, you did, right? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's Canadian. Old, uh, he's Canadian. That's why I had to name him. He had a pretty nice game. No, he looked good. He looks like once Justice Hill's gone, mm-hmm. like he'll be the guy, and JD King will be playing behind him. Yeah, because King's kind of fallen off. Yeah, the face they, they, I, they always have two running backs. It feels like though. It's true. I liked what I saw from King last year, but then he just hasn't done much. Uh, opposite side of him, Kennedy Brooks looked pretty solid for OK. Yeah, he had a really nice game. And that uh, Oklahoma always seems to have two running backs as well. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> and I'll do one more running back. Uh, the old Rutgers back. 
He had the 80 yard touchdown run against uh, Michigan. I see him. And it was Pacheco. all downhill from there. It was, but like outside of that, he still averaged like 4.4 per carry, which is pretty good against Michigan when you're Rutgers. Well, I mean, he had an 80 yard run to help, but. No, no, outside of that run is what I'm saying. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Take away that run. He was like 15 for 62. Against this Michigan defense? Uh, With what's around him? Yes. Interesting. I did the math, Rob. I checked. (laughs) So it's it's a pretty good game. It is a pretty good game. And the 80-yard run, obviously impressive. So, Uh, Three guys that we've never said before. Let's throw them in there. No, I appreciate it. I went with a – I don't know if you've said them before, but I know you love them. Um, Washington State's backup running back. Yes. Max Borgie. Max Borgie. Max Borgie. Borgie? Borgie. Borgie. I don't know. Anyway, he's, he's basically the next Christian McCaffrey. Retweet. Um, also from Colorado. Also not the biggest guy. I think he's 5'10", 195 as a true frosh. Um, he's, he's the number two behind James Williams, but they use it. He only, like, okay, against Colorado, he had 38 rushing and 34 receiving. But when he touches the ball, he makes plays. Yeah, that's kind of. It was more about not. It was less about the numbers and more about what I saw in his ability. Yeah. And James Williams plays ahead of him, and rightfully so. James Williams is a, a very good running back for that system. Um, mm-hmm. I think Williams probably goes back, but when Borgie's a, a junior, I th- like he's going to be the dude carrying this Washington State offense because he's the perfect fit in that. Yeah, he's a very good receiver out of the backfield, which is super important in this uh, Mike Leach system. Mm-hmm. But he can also like if Mike Leach is ever going to commit to a running back running the ball, it's going to be this kid. I think so. He was he's like the biggest recruit they've had under Leach, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Four star, if I remember. Yeah, right. and he's he, fun. He's gonna be really really fun he's, to watch. It's funny. He's five ten one ninety five, but he's like their short yardage back as well. Yeah, just because he's a better runner than James Williams and a better inside runner. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I like James Williams too, but uh, it's just he's explosive. He can run mean between the tackles when he has to, and obviously he's got that receiving ability upside. So he's an interesting guy to keep an eye on in the future. No, for sure, I like him a lot. Uh, best sophomore you saw? Uh, I want to stick to the the Bedlam game. I'm going to go with uh, Tylen Wallace, the receiver for OK State. It's a good pick. I almost picked him, but I thought you might. <laughs> Yeah, had a monster game. Ten catches, two twenty, two touchdowns. Uh, Semifinalist for the Bolitnikov. Yeah, probably their best receiver. Oh, I definitely, think. definitely. It's not close. Think well, who's the other one? He he's not bad, but yeah. Dylan Stoner. No, <laughs> Stoner's their slot guy. He's he's been serviceable without uh, McCluskey there, but like yeah, um, no, there's the other receivers. No, Wall- okay. Wallace just add his name to the list of twenty twenty. Yes. Receivers to watch for. It's incredible. Hey, I'll go to the other team, too. Sermon had another nice game if you want to throw him mm-hmm. in there. And uh, Kenneth Murray keeps being a really good ball player. He's, like, clearly the best defensive player. He's interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, man, the 2020 running back and receiver class is nasty. And, like, not in the way that the next year is always nasty. It just looks like it's actually no. nasty. Yeah, I know, for real. Um, I stuck with running back as well. Jonathan Taylor, the Wisconsin running back. I don't think I've ever said him for the best sophomore, but you can a lot of the time. I've done it, I think, but I don't think you have. Yeah, he had the big, I think it was like a 70-ish yard touchdown run against Penn State. They lost, they lost but <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a buck 85 on the ground. He's just a big, like, he's he can run between the tackles, obviously. Great contact balance, but showing that burst on that touchdown run was nice. I am so excited for this, just because this year's running back class. I love running backs. This year's isn't, I feel like I say this most weeks. This year's yeah. isn't terrific. But next yep. year's is studly. 
We've been spoiled the last two years too. So, mm-hmm. and I don't even dislike this year's. I think it's it's kind of cool that it's not as great, and a lot of the running backs aren't at the brand name schools. Like you're going to be going, and that's true. That is true. Which yeah. is fun. Like FAU, Memphis. Uh, yeah, like that is true. Temple, Temple. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but, um, Wisconsin. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Why I'm talking about this, but like. They should be better, man. It's just I think the defense is overrated, and Alex Hornibrook's just really bad. Yeah, know? oh, the, the defense it was super overrated during the year. Yeah, they but were, we knew that going to the year. They were so good last year, and yeah. then but they didn't really play anybody. Leonard's, uh, I, I don't know, because he was so hot last year too. Mm-hmm. Like, and they like the Nick Nelson was very good for them. Yeah, and obviously they lost him, and uh, Jamerson. <laughs> You know, I don't know. They're just not that athletic. Like TJ Edwards is yeah. an old school linebacker. Ryan Conley's an old school linebacker. Kind of expose those guys in spread offenses. If they had a quarterback, I, I like. Yeah, because they have such a great offensive line, and obviously yeah. Jonathan Taylor, but no receivers. When nobody, their teams are only worried about the running game. You it's know? hard to yeah. It's hard to run the ball when that's all you gotta stop. Correct. Um, okay, best prospect you saw overall. I think it's another Quentin Williams. It's fucking repetitive. Yeah, let's just. Skip it, but but just... it's. Uh, I picked two guys this week because I couldn't not okay. pick Quentin Williams because it was him. Yeah. But I picked like a backup just because we've. I think Quentin Williams has been it for both of us for like the past six weeks. <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear the backup. Uh, Jack Ipole, the Florida edge rusher. All right. Um, they fell down early to South Carolina. He, to Jake Bentley, baby. <laughs> yeah, he made he made some big plays. His. I think he's more than just the edge bender. We saw him with the long arm move. Um, yeah, they came away yeah. with a half sack. Like he's good, man. I, I saw the Melvin Ingram comp on him, and I was like, man, that's a pretty damn good comp. Ooh, like not as thick as Melvin Ingram was. That's how many Carolina. special teams touchdowns has he scored? <laughs> good question. But, that's what sold me on Melvin Ingram. But anyways, yeah, Melvin Ingram was one of my favorite. I love prospects. Melvin Ingram. One of my f- yeah, he is. He was so fun in South Carolina. I've always had a soft anyways. spot for them. But yeah, I thought Pope Pullet had a really nice week, and uh, that's fair. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting just because this edge rusher class is so deep. Yeah, but it's gonna be hard for him not to be a first round pick, right? Oh no, like, he, he's. I think he's locked himself in. Yeah, but like, there's gonna be many first round picks that are interior defensive line and edge rushers. Yeah, pretty much. And there's, yeah. Yeah, and, and rightfully so because that's where all the good players are this year. Wide receiver, still like, yeah, but it's not like. I, th- it's not, I think it's, it's, not a, this... it's not top as top heavy as we thought. I think it's a great receiver class. Though. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who's saying it's oh because there's no top five guy or whatever. But yeah, there's yeah, a bunch that. of really good ones. Yeah, like the second round is going to be like they're littered in the back end, mid to back end of the first round. Even I think there's yeah, yeah. like you can argue like twelve guys into the top five. Yeah. So it, I, it's it's still, the, the class is it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But um, speaking of receivers, quickly. Um, it's always a, a nice way to kind of get an idea of who might not be turning pro by checking out who's uh, who's walking on senior night. Um, yeah, Lil yeah. Lil Jordan and Colin Johnson won't be, so maybe they're both returning to Texas. He, I'm gonna say this is a nice segue. Lil Jordan's my shooting up the board though. Right, basically. So he he made the Crabtree 2.0 play. Yeah, it was it was due. It was a week after the anniversary, and it's the same end zone. That's interesting though. That'd be fun if they both go back. Like, as from a college football perspective. I think um, for both of them, it makes sense, too. I, I like Colin Johnson a lot. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. But has, has Lil Jordan, like, supplanted him? No. I just don't think he's the athlete Colin Johnson is. Like, Colin Johnson has better upside. Yeah, but I mean, what's he? He's Lil, like, what, 6'4", 225. Like, he's, he's been so 6'4", 225, big. Yeah. He's really good at those, like, above-the-rim plays. But I don't yes. think he's a great athlete. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, not to say I dislike him. Like, he's definitely a draftable receiver. It would make sense for him to go back, though. And he's not, like, not, neither of them are really great runners by any means. No. No, no, no. But I think Colin Johnson's the better runner. But I would, I, I think it makes sense for both of them to go there's not, back. Yeah, there's, but there's not many players in the nation. I might say that has helped their stock more than Lil Jordan. I receiver definitely not. Uh, yeah, he's no like I mean, he he's been incredible and he's such a great player for them. And mm-hmm. Both of them are, but he he's. I think Colin Johnson's the better prospect. Lil Jordan, the better college receiver. I'm a big Colin Johnson guy. It's just like if it's felt like Jordan's been their guy all year. I think I think he has been. I, I would yeah. agree. Uh, my shooting up the board is uh, Daniel Jones, Duke's quarterback. Oh my god, get over him, man! Uh, against North Carolina, threw for three sixty one, <laughs> ran for one eighty six, four total touchdowns. Um, if you uh, if you watch the Monday Night broadcast, you found out Daniel Jones is uh, old Melly's number two quarterback. Yeah, surprise. Mel Kuyper's quarterback rankings are significantly better than Tom McShay's. Tom McShay's, yeah. No. It's strange. Um, it, was, it was Herbert, Daniel Jones, and then uh, Will Greer. Greer. Yeah, yeah. That's much better than, I think, McShay. Finley. And- McShay having Ryan Finley second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More on that later. But yeah, no, Dan- Daniel Jones, who I, I think he is really good pre-snap. Um He's he's got a good arm, good enough arm. He's a great decision maker, has impressive ball placement, and like you saw in this game, he's a very good athlete for a guy who's known as a pocket passer. Yeah. Also, I trust Cutcliffe with quarterbacks. Um, I think Daniel Jones can end up QB one if Justin Herbert returns to school. Yeah, I mean. I don't see why not, because the class has not been bad. I mean, it's <laughs> been so bad. Yeah. Freudian slip. <laughs> like, I don't see any way Dwayne Haskins is coming out at this point. I don't. I think it's, yeah, I think he's back. Um, It's kind of on Herbert, but, da- like, da- Daniel Jones is my number two QB after Herbert. I got it. Like, I didn't love him in the summer, man. He is, he's been very good this year. Yeah, I mean. And the tape reflects that. And he, he also, like, I, I watched the Virginia game, I'd say this is the worst game he's uh, had. And mm-hmm. I, so I watched the tape the other day. And he de- he it was definitely his worst game on tape. Um, some bad decision-making, some iffy ball placement. Bryce Hall had a hell of a game against him. But he also had seven drops from his receivers. So although he didn't yeah. play great, there's just not a lot around him either. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's true. And I tweeted this today. I think he has less talent around him in the context of the talent they're against than Josh Allen did at Wyoming. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're playing ACC schools with very little, to, like, and they have... Yeah, Duke has, but the ACC's not very good this year, to be honest. But yeah, Think about it. His left tackle is garbage. He's facing guys like Zach Allen, Clellan Farrell, like, guys like that. Yeah. So, I, I, in, versus Wyoming... It was overblown how little help Josh Allen had at Wyoming. It, I don't disagree with you. His offensive disagree. line definitely wasn't great, but the, the, the it was like made up that his pass catchers were bad. 
They were he had, great. But he had they had Tanner Gentry, bro. Like people act like they had so many drops, and then like the stats show that they didn't. It was, it was so weird. Josh Allen's had a weird career. Anyways, <laughs> and he's not even done his rookie year. <laughs> he's um, coming back, baby. Sliding, Get ready. Sliding down the board. Uh, this is the the most minute slide. Minute, minute, minute bowl slide bowl. ever. But <laughs> I know it's minute bowl. I got bass. I got bass on the head. Uh, and <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put Ed all over here. Not like because he's been injured, and because Quinn Williams has kind of emerged and maybe surpassed him. Like I save that for the winter or in the spring to say he surpassed him, but he probably has. So it's a very yeah. small slide, but it's, it feels like he's being forgotten right now. And even with Bosa not playing at all, obviously, and done for the year, it, it just feels like Ed's been the forgotten one almost of the three. Yeah, playing at Houston certainly doesn't get him yes. in the primetime games versus we see Quinn and Williams in primetime almost every week. Yeah. Um, I, and Ed Oliver's missed the last couple of games with an injury. And not that... Because I agree with you. It's it's not saying he is sliding down our boards due to t- talent. Yeah, It's just kind of situation in Quinnen Williams' emergence as I think Quinnen Williams is going to be the best player in this draft. And I have Bosa above Ed Oliver. So kind of yeah. entering the year, I had Ed Oliver as my number one player. Now he's my number three player. So it's like, like you said. It is a it's technically a slide. A slide. <laughs> it's not a far slide, but it is. No, no and, I, and I agree with you. And um, it's gonna be interesting to see pl- how. Plus, it when he ends up being six foot two eighty, yeah, and Quentin Williams ends up being six three two ninety five or whatever. Yeah, that's not gonna help him. Even though it's not gonna affect me, yeah, my ranking is the best but, three cone in the his- in history for his position. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It, no, definitely. I can't wait to see both of those guys test at the combine because I think yeah, they'll both be freaky. Yeah. Um, sliding down my board is Mitch Hyatt, the Clemson tackle. It's been a it's been a slide from the start. I really. think the hype was just not justified. Like he just happened to be yeah. the left tackle at Clemson, so like for and he started since he was he started as a freshman, not like day one, but he was he was in there, right? Wasn't I he? think so. Um, For sure. But he's been like talked as as like he'd be a first round pick for like years now. Yeah, like, it's yeah. He's like. First of all, just just from his game against Boston College, he got he ended up leaving because he got hurt. But struggled in pass pro. He just doesn't seem very athletic. He's not that long. He's a guard in the NFL, mm-hmm. and I don't even know if he's draftable. Like he's a late that's, day three guard. That's a big old slide. Yeah, but it's it's been happening since his sophomore year. To be honest, it's just I feel like he was a Walter Football first round pick. So he like was. That, it was a hundred percent. That's how you create fake hype on bad players. Walter Football, thank you. We need to do an old uh, look ahead. Oh, buddy, to a podcast. <laughs> we will. I I honestly just want to pause this show and go check right now, but I won't because I respect you too much. <laughs> Walter Football doesn't even load on my laptop anymore. I don't know why. It's, it, like, it's the worst website on the internet, but it's the best. Uh, any out of nowhere prospect for you? Yeah, I had one. Uh, like like I said for the last couple of weeks, it's getting harder and harder this late in the year. But I thought the boy filling in for uh, old Mossy at Utah had a pretty nice game. Around Shine, they kind of fed him. They won the game, obviously. I know you watched the full game. He had 26 carries yeah. for 174 yards. He, 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 he carried looked, them to the win. Yes, he did very much. And, like, obviously, he's not—he's a junior. But 
I doubt he's going to come out because Moss is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So him next year. Utah's just going mean, to keep producing running backs. Pretty much. He looks He looks like he could be the next one. The next Utah running back, <laughs> which means a fourth-round pick. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know if Moss is going to come out, though. Just because the injury and everything? Maybe not. Yeah. It, it, it depends. Because I do think, like, I think he's a top five running back, and he mm-hmm. he could put himself for sure in the top three had he not got hurt. But I don't know. That'll be interesting to watch. Um, Did you like Shine? Sorry? Did you like Shine? Yeah, he looked good. He looked like, yeah, I mean, okay. just Utah always has this type of running back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with got Justin. Some burst, some slash. Yeah, sorry, Ruffin. I went with Justin Lane, the Michigan State corner. Uh, All right. Ohio State struggled once again. They got some ball luck that ended up giving them the win over Michigan State. They're gonna be they're gonna be in Michigan, so it doesn't matter. Get in the playoffs. Um, but but Lane was kind of the guy. He broke up four passes, uh, had a half sack, had a TFL. He he's like, just, he's a long physical corner, kind of what you'd expect Michigan State to be producing. Yeah. Um, why is that though? Like, why do we expect that? But they do. He, he's a uh, yeah. No, he's interesting. Um, I didn't really know much about him entering the game, and he was, I thought, the best player in Michigan State's defense, and um, maybe the best best player on that side of the ball in the game. Like, Ohio State's offense and Michigan State's defense on the field at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, prospect made you look stupid? Uh, Tariq Coles made me look stupid. I thought he would carry the carry Rutgers to a bowl game this year, but he just hasn't. <laughs> did, did he look bad against Michigan? No, I watched a bit of it. He, he looked pretty solid. <laughs> no one knows about him except for us. So. No, that's not true. Come on. The, the, no, I'm just saying. No, I need, I don't see him in anyone other's rankings. He uh, he's a senior. Is he a senior? I think so. Because he seems like a guy who go to the senior bowl and help himself and be really good. I, there, I still there's like no him. way I don't see a guy just from what I've seen on him. A guy like that not get drafted. And we've both talked about it before. We think he's more of a guard in the NFL, but. Yes. Um, yeah, he's a he's a redshirt senior. Okay, yeah. Hopefully he's at the senior bowl or at least the East West because he's. I don't know. I like what I've seen from him. I'm. I haven't watched yet. Yeah, me too. I haven't watched this year's tape, but me, I was me. really high on him in the summer. So yeah. Uh, mine's Christian Wilkins, the Clemson interior defensive lineman. It, oh, because he he was good. Yeah. <laughs> he. Uh, I've been low on him. Um, yeah, you're so mean to Christian, especially in a deep interior defensive line class against Boston College. I. The stats aren't like crazy, like five tackles, a TFL, and a hurry against Boston College. But he kept affecting the run plays, um, like those outside runs. He was a big reason they shut down AJ Dillon, him and Dexter Lawrence. Um, mm. Just his quickness to affect like outside zone runs was really impressive, I thought. And the Boston College offensive line, which is one of the better ones in the country, in my opinion, really struggled with his athleticism. At least one of the better ones in the conference, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, he um, he'll be a really interesting eval because I I think he was overrated entering the season for sure, and he's like getting better each week, and he's gonna I think he'll test fairly well, mm-hmm. so he'll be a I hope he's at the senior bowl. I always forget he's a senior too. Yeah, I feel like he will be. I don't know. I hope so. The senior bowl has a really nice chance of being really fun this year, but I think we said that last year, and then a bunch of guys dropped out. So who knows? I know we gotta stop getting our hopes up. I know, but the offensive line group is bad. So like this, these de- if these defensive linemen go, they're just gonna put on an absolute show. Yeah, like it could be so much fun. And though, I mean, there's nothing better than the O line D line drills. 
it's my favorite part, but I mean, like, obviously, it's it's already staggered against the offensive linemen, and when they're not a good group, which makes it way funner. Uh, Tariq Cole is going to shine, though, baby. <laughs> too, too bad there'll be like a division two tackle better than him. <laughs> da- Daniel Cooney, the San Diego tackle. <laughs> oh boy, I forgot. <laughs> How's but, he been doing this year? We need we need a weekly Cooney update. Yeah, I've been really plugged into San Diego's games. <laughs> I think they've been pretty good this year. Okay, I think Dana, I think Dana ran for eight hundred yards and still lost to them. If I'm not wrong, like this week. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think it was San Diego. I don't know. I might be making stuff. That's a weird game to play. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Best prospect versus prospect matchup. Uh, I couldn't think of a good one, but like the Mississippi State defensive line obviously sweating Simmons versus Joan Hill on the rest of the Bama line was a pretty good one I mean in other side of the ball I went with Quinn Williams or Selden Jenkins the there we go State. this game like, but the, the trench battles I know the game itself wasn't excellent it was it was closer than I expected but it wasn't excellent yeah but the yeah. trench well, battles on both sides were fun wasn't the spread 24 I thought it was, was it a push? I thought it was more I thought it was 27 and a half I'll check could be, I could be wrong you check I'll talk um, Will, Williams Definitely got the better Jenkins throughout the game. Uh, I thought Jenkins looked better than Daryl Williams did against him, though. Other side, um, I was expecting uh, Simmons to maybe not have a terrific game, Mm -hmm. but he still played really damn well. He was blowing up run plays. And Montez Sweat, I I don't think either of them had a sack, but they were both affecting the run. Montez Sweat had a great... uh, play on a I think it was a zone read where he like he played both Tua and the running back and made a uh, stop at the line of scrimmage I came away impressed with the Bama D-line in general and the Mississippi State D-line in general according to a sports app that doesn't sponsor our show the the, the line closed at minus 22 oh interesting yeah so they barely covered uh, prospect who played the box score Still a weird one, I think, but I think it's a guy we haven't talked much about. But he's had a pretty good year, and uh, Ian Book coming in has kind of showed him off. It's Miles Boykin, the Notre Dame receiver. Yeah, we, we ta- I think uh, we a talked about bit. him since Book's bit. come in. Yeah, he only had four catches for 30 and a touchdown, but uh, some of the grabs were really nice. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of a he's, – he might be another like late-round guy, like EQ, but – a solid NFL wide receiver. Yeah, he's big with a big catch radius. Yeah, uh, he's pretty. Uh, this class is so much fun. There's so many guys I like. Yeah, there's there's gonna be guys who are going day three that late day three that I'll I'll be. Yeah, that I like a gonna lot. Be, yeah, thing. there's not gonna be any Jordan Lasleys who get elevated because the class is not that good. <laughs> Shots fired, Jordan. Correct. Uh, there's gonna be a bunch of guys like like Boykin who's really late, but he's pretty good. Yeah, no, Boykin definitely interesting. Um, mm. I went with Zach Allen, the Boston College uh, defensive lineman, who he had four tackles, a TFL, a pass breakup, and two hurries against Clemson. But mm-hmm. he was given he he was kind of the one guy on Boston College who pl- played up to Clemson's level. Is yeah. how my takeaway from it. Um, He's the best player on the team. Sorry, he's probably the best player on the team, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. It's. I, I would him and AJ Dillon, right? Yeah. Um. He he was he he brought out everything. He he was winning with um power. He's winning with uh, what, what was the move? I think he did a uh, like a a club rip move that mm-hmm. got him one of the hurries. Um. No, he just looked really fantastic. I don't know that he'll like. I know there's some first round talk for him. 
he's not going to test all that great. And it depends what you're looking at him as. I think ultimately he'll be a five tech in the NFL. He's like six five two eighty five ish right now. That's yeah, that's five tech size. Yeah, um, he, he's gonna be a really interesting eval because he plays so hard and he's really technically sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's not gonna test all that great for an edge. Um, I don't know. He, he, he I like him a lot. I I see some of uh, like Aaron Smith, that old school five tech. <laughs> Way back, nice. Yeah, well, Aaron Smith's one of the greatest five techs of all time. So probably, people, yeah. people forget that five techs don't make Pro Bowls. So how would anyone know they're good? That's true. <sighs> um, prospect is being overhyped. Uh, Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley, correct. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, Rob. Um, they, I didn't get it in the summer either, though. Like, I got it in last year's draft where I was like, yeah, I could take this guy in the seventh round. He'll be my backup. And then he went back, <laughs> and now he's a first round pick. What? Todd McShay, he's, he's not the second best quarterback in this bad class. No, he's he's a, he's he's pretty bad quarterback, but he's likable. I like Ryan Finley. He's just not good. He's, I don't think he's in my top ten. Like he, uh, he might be he based on who declares and who doesn't, but like yeah. if everybody declares, I don't think he's in my top ten. It's a weird, but I feel like it's going to be a weird back end of the quarterback class. These are a lot of like weird, like like Manny Wilkins, you know what I mean? Like those type of I'd dudes. rather Manny Wilkins than Ryan Finley. Oh, me too. I'm just saying there's there's a lot of weird back end. Yeah. I don't know. Um, against Wake Forest, like they lost to Wake Forest. The best part was uh, NC State had a chance at the end on a Hail Mary and Finley couldn't couldn't <laughs> reach the end zone. It just doesn't have an arm. Yeah. And like if you're going to – I felt like Kelvin Harmon's the guy who's going to catch that ball if you reach the end zone. Just because he's such yeah. a good jump ball receiver, um, yeah. yeah fin- Finley's like in this game, Jacoby Myers and Harmon build him out plenty of times. A lot of the passing yards came off dump offs to Harmon and Myers. Yeah, he had a big, big game, Harmon especially. Yeah, they they combined for twenty five catches, <laughs> and Myers made an incredible one handed grab. Yeah, I saw. Uh, small school guy who cut your eye. Uh, before I get into mine, uh, it's Rykel Armstead update time, Rob. Did you see his game? Of course, I have his name written down. I have okay. five guys for small school. I have a big one that I actually want to talk about. But the Armstead update, do do do. Thirty carries, two hundred ten yards, six touchdowns against Houston. That's that's no slouch of a defense. Obviously, no Ed Oliver, but still, they put up a bunch of points. Uh, Armstead's good, Rob. He's yeah, good. we talked about him last week, and I'm sure that won't be the, this won't be the last time we talk about him. Oh no! Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll probably like, confess my love to him when we do running back in the in the off season. Or is that the on season or the off season for us, Rob? Is this the off season? This now? is the off season now for us. Yeah. So <laughs> during the season, uh, another guy. I get he's in the spotlight right now because his team is humming. But we haven't talked about him. He is a redshirt sophomore. It's Jordan Love, the quarterback for Utah State. I know you watched. Uh, the week one game against Michigan State. I think you came away thinking he he was fun. I thought, yeah, I thought he was really fun in that game. He's had a really, really, really good season. Yeah, it is against the Mountain West and some bad teams. Uh, this week he played San Jose State and lit them up. 32-42, 491, five touchdowns, no picks. Uh, no tape on him. Redshirt sophomore, it's going to be hard. I watched some uh, highlights, which is the worst thing ever. Please don't do that, but I'm breaking my own rule. <laughs> He's interesting. 
he he looks like a guy that we can keep our eye on for like he's not like two, yeah here. in like two years but two years he's listed at 6'4 225 but he's really thin i don't think he's that heavy he's pretty athletic like he makes a lot of dudes miss but he doesn't go to scramble like he's like a pocket passer yeah. he's pretty accurate underneath he makes some big time throws i didn't see him push the ball on the limited shit i got to watch from uh but he's interesting i like him and uh it's gonna be interesting to keep an eye on him him and cole mcdonald both for just yeah. small school quarterbacks not now but in a year or two that yeah, Alan, Alan Bowman too. No, there's a couple. I feel like I don't know. I wonder if they emerge, but they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you you already mentioned Ray Quiller. I said that's one of the five guys' names I written down. Uh, <laughs> I'll just quickly say Devin Singletary had another really nice week too. It's not a small school. They've been bad this year, eh? FAU. It's a big down here. Yeah, they're yeah. not. Well, I mean, they're not dominating how they used to. It's the quarterbacks not very good. Yeah, they're. I know. Anyways, um, keep going. Yeah, but Singletary and Armstead are both guys you can kind of put here every week. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Wilcox, the South Florida tight end who I really like, had seven grabs for oh, 90 yeah. and a score against Cincy. I forgot about him um, before the – I remember doing it. No, he's really – He. I think he's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the greatest class for him to come out in, but – Oh. Like, he's my 10th rated tight end, I think, right now. Quickly, Utah State's got some playmakers on offense. I, I feel like Utah res- State's always so quietly good. No, they, they have know, been for a long time. They know how to develop. Yeah, like since you know Bobby Wagner's days and stuff, they've been really good. But no, there's some dudes on their offense. I think there's a tight end that's decent. There's like two receivers, and there's one that's a bigger guy that's interesting. I forget his name though. Tanner or something. I forget. Sorry. Um, Anyways, also O'Shane Zimini's another guy who can kind of always fall down on yeah. this. The old Dominion yeah. edge rusher. He uh, like. Old D is not good. I think they're three and seven. They took down North Texas this week. Zimini's a big reason why. Like North Texas players, is man. good. Um, Old Old D just wins big games. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, Zimini's had nine tackles, two TFLs, one and a half sacks, three hurries. Like he, it's weird because a lot of the time I find with the small school edge rushers, it's yeah. guys who are super athletic. Not to say Zimini's isn't, but. They're just raw athletes, mm-hmm. and you you buy in on the traits. But Zimini's is really good with his hands. Like, it, it'll blow you away how how heavy his hands and um, how yeah. many moves he has. And it just doesn't really fall down under the what you'd normally expect from a small school edge rusher. Like the Davenport style. Yeah. Like the guys that get prompt up because they're big and athletic. Yeah. Like, that's it. Um, Max Crosby also, that edge from Eastern Michigan. Uh, against Akron, had a huge game. Eight tackles, three TFLs, a sack, and a pick six. That's, that's, a, that's a very big game. I, I, think, I, I don't know if he'll come out just because it's such a deep edge class. But yeah. he's like, to me, he can be... Like, he's definitely... Dra- like, I have a draftable grade on him, no question. Like, I think he's like a fourth-ish round pick. I like him a lot. Just trying to get him to like your tweets. Yeah, he's my boy. Um. All right. We'll quickly hit some of the Week 11 games, some of the prospects we saw. Uh, weird week. I feel like every week's, yeah. every week's either amazing, like all the games are amazing, or they're terrible. Was, like This coming week is going to be bad, it looks like, and then two weeks it's the best week ever. Yeah, so. like it's like the Big 12 games this week. Nothing was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Big 12 is the best conference, though. So It is. It is, yeah. Uh, it's the only conference where you guarantee, though, the top team plays the second best team. <laughs> Retweet. Whatever their commercials tell me, yeah. Wake Forest beat NC State 27-23. We talked about Finley a little bit. Uh, Myers and Harmon are both, uh, obviously, NFL receivers. Yeah. Um, Greg Dortch, the Wake Forest uh, 
little little slot. I don't know if he'll come out, but he's Jameson Crowder. Everyone loves Greg Dorch. Like, I feel like I've I've heard him talked about for so long. Everyone just likes him. You know what I mean? You no, know, he's really good as a redshirt freshman, and then this yeah. year he's redshirt sophomore. And like the 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 team struggled a little more this year, obviously. But uh, no, he he's an NFL slot for sure. A guy I really like on their their team, Cameron Glenn at safety. Oh, interesting. So he's the guy who played opposite Jesse Bates last year. Obviously, Bates mm-hmm. got all the hype, but Glenn's a much better tackler, a much more physical player. Yeah, Bates was a catch tackler big time. Yeah, and like Bates is the center fielder type at safety, and Glenn is yeah. more of the come up and hit you. And yeah, Glenn against NC State, he made a couple plays in the backfield. He had a sack. He broke up a few passes. He's a, a day three safety to watch. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Bama 24, Mississippi State 0. We talked about a lot of these guys. I'm just going to quickly say, Josh Jacobs seems like another running back from Bama who's like in the Kenyon Drake mold where he wasn't... He'll be the the later round pick, but still a good pro. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because he he, he, he's the backup running back, and yeah. he wasn't used an absolute ton at Bama, but when he was mm-hmm. used, he was effective. Yeah. Like, I like Josh Jacobs a lot. I think like he starts at most of the schools in the country. I'm sure he does, yeah. And, uh, I think he was he was a four or five star too. Like was yeah he? yeah I'm pretty sure he's a four star like a high end four star. Yeah. Um, Irv Smith had another really nice game. Yeah, this tight end class it just keeps solidifying itself, man. It's crazy. Also, if they come out, that is yeah. Just what we've seen from the linebackers uh, in the rookie like the NFL rookie linebackers right now. Yeah. A guy like Mac Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's going to be hard. To see him slide out of the top ten. Ooh, top ten. I I've seen him mocked as high as three. I mean, yeah. And we've talked about the differences between him and Devin White before. The, they're both gonna be first round picks. Oh yeah, de- definitely. Um, it's a big drop after them, though, don't you think? It's, Am I it's forgetting? So weird, no, it's, it's a, Devin Bush. Um, oh yeah, I love Devin. And then, Bush. Well, yeah, I mean, after those two, it's like a bunch of Big Ten linebackers. A Bush a second round pick, and then I think it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's let me uh, let me pull that up actually. I I know. I was just thinking about this. I was like, I was thinking about this earlier. Because like, like, it's no two, part, Devin White, Mac Wilson are one and two, and uh, yeah, the, in whatever order you have. Yeah, right? and then there's like the Devin Bushes, the Patty Fishers. I, but Pat, it, I it actually Patty is Fisher's a weird group. Out. Sorry, I don't think Fisher's going to come out. I I don't think so either. Okariki, I like, but yeah, but, he's already yeah. Um, like but yeah, Troy, it's, it's Troy Diet, Oregon. It's a big drop. Oh, like, Jer- someone Jermaine Pratt at NC State. But yeah, you're right. After, like, Mac, Mac Wilson, Devin White are first-round picks. Devin uh, Bush could sneak in. Could sneak in, round, but he's, like, I think sure. top yeah. 10 of the second-round type guy. Yeah. and I then agree. But then it, like, drops to, like, there's nobody else in the second round. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And also, a lot of the more interesting guys. I could, okay, I could see Kendall Joseph kind of shooting up. Good you athlete. Like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. But, like, when I, I say shooting up, I mean, like, a third-round pick. Yeah, for me right now, the next two, I think, are Dai and Okariki. But yeah, Dai's... I've got Dai after Bush. But, the, yeah. like, Dai's not a senior either. Yeah. Um, it, no, the linebacker... Like, I like Drake, Dre Greenlaw from Arkansas is just a name to talk about. <laughs> so, it's not... Yeah, it's a weird group. Tough Borland, but I don't think he'll come out. No. Like, God, if Cam Smith goes high, that's going to be nuts. But yeah, it's a big drop off. You're not wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. I never really thought about that just because the top two are such fun, mm-hmm. attacking, interesting linebackers. 
Yeah, and, but I, I think, yeah, Bush is closer, and this is not insulting to Mac and Devin, but, or White, I should say, <laughs> but, but I think Bush is closer to them than the people behind are close to no, Bush. No, I, I think so. I that do, came out weird, but yeah, you know what I mean. Kendall, Joseph, and Jermaine Pratt, to me, are the, kind of the guys to keep an eye on. Uh, for like the... Like, I could see them both ending up at the, the Senior Bowl and that helping them yeah. be, be like top 100 guys. But I mean, like, like look, Darius Leonard, like, who was he wasn't on anyone's radar this time last year. You're, no, I'm, that, I'm no you're there. right. You're right. Yeah. You so you never know. Time. Yeah. Um. Uh. Number two, Clemson, twenty-seven. Number seventeen, Boston College, seven. Mm-hmm. I really hoped BC would show up a little more for well, this game. Anthony Brown went out on what their opening drive. Yeah, yeah that's that kinda, their backup QB was really fun though. <laughs> He's just like this little guy running around. I liked him. Um. I thought Hunter Renfro had a really nice showing. Just kind of doing what he does, get open into the slot, make make some first downs. I like Hunter Renfro. It's hard not to like Hunter Renfro. If you need a slot, this is a good year to get one. It's There's good, a yeah. bunch of different kinds of them too. Slot, yeah. Like Renfro is just the classic. Yeah, Renfro and Isabella are in that yeah. classic mold. And there's guys mm-hmm. like, um, oh god, I can't say his name. Why did I bring him up? All them. <laughs> Olamide Zekus, the Virginia he, slot, who's like yeah, more in yeah. the Taylor Gabriel type mold. Um, <laughs> AJ Brown in the massive, huge yeah. slot mold. Uh, but yeah, also the Godwin. Like mold, I talked yeah. about Christian Wilkins, Trayvon Mullen, their corner. I've seen some big hype on him. I need to see more tape <laughs> on Matt him. Matt Miller, <laughs> Matt Miller. No, like I, no, like everybody. Matt Miller's super Matt, high on him, but like seventh overall. The, I think the the draft network's pretty. High on him. I think Jonah Tull is high on him. Um, mm. He's a guy I need to see more of, but yeah, he uh, he's getting top five corner hype for sure. Um, I also top ten player for Matt Miller, but yeah, I thought Lucas Dennis, the safety, did not show up. The Boston College safety. You liked him, and you liked him, right? Like I have a third round grade on him, and or no, sorry, fourth yeah. round grade on him mm-hmm. entering the year. Mm-hmm. Which I mean. That's like it, that, right? that, that's no definitely, but like he hasn't him and Jaquan Johnson, the Miami safety, like neither of them. It's yeah. a bad safety group outside Deontay Thompson. Just Thompson, like yeah. I don't know if there's a guy taking the second round. Uh, I don't think so. I, oh, Taylor knew Rapp, it wasn't. You need to know what you're doing. Rapp. Yeah, it wasn't. But we knew coming into the year it wasn't a star-studded but group. And then John, Thompson, Johnson, Dennis, and Rap all had hype, and Deontay Thompson like, obviously. But he I feel like a lot of it was just phony. But yeah. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Um, Georgia 27, Auburn 10. Derek Brown has these big flashes where it looks like he could be a first-round pick, but it's not consistent, especially in this mm-hmm. class. I don't know. I Why risk it when he has got, so many... He's got that Nick Fairley Auburn feel to him where it's like <laughs> when he's going, he's on, but when he's not, he's gone. That that rhymed. Wow. I liked it. It's good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Just such a deep interior defensive. I just wish guys declare just because I want to know. Nick, Fair- yeah, that's true. Nick Fairley had a weird career. He was good, and then he wasn't, and then he was good again, and then yeah, that's, it was weird. <laughs> uh, I, every time I watch Elijah Holyfield, I come away thinking this guy could start running back in the NFL at some point. I know you like him. I do. You keep calling Chris Carson. Um, I do. Riley Ridley and Isaac Nata still not used at all by Georgia. Congrats, Georgia. Keep like barely beat Auburn, who shouldn't have been ranked, probably. No, right? no, no, Auburn's not good. But they didn't barely. They beat them twenty-seven to ten. So Stidham was horrible, though. 
I was, I was gonna try and not mention him, but it's just like who? Fuck, go back. To, he if he comes out, man, and goes in the first round, I'm just I might switch to the NBA draft. Yeah, but there's like four. I don't like the NBA. It's fun, but I don't like it. Yeah, no respect. But for don't you want to watch grainy tape of like some European guy who's six eleven no. shooting threes, but no, not rebounding or so playing much. defense? Unless they're at Humboldt State, I don't want to see that. That. But he played off the line. What? What? I'm just saying. I don't. I want to see. I don't want to see Europe. I want to see more. Wait, you strange. want? But their basketball team or their football team? Both. Oh, okay. I mean, get some baseball in there too. I'm sure they got a decent program. <laughs> Oklahoma. Bad them. Bad them. Oklahoma won 48-47. Oklahoma State. Uh, what I tell you, at Rob? The end and didn't get it. What I tell you, Rob? I knew Oklahoma State would show up for this one. Yeah, I. Just, I don't know if they're good or if just Wallace is really good. <laughs> I don't know. They're fun. Uh, like, and they can run the ball. Fun. Yeah, Chuba just yeah. Justice Hill. But Cornelius was okay, but he's not good. Like, yeah, he's, okay. he's a good college. Like he's a decent college quarterback in that system, though. Uh, okay, but what's with the Kyler Murray might go back to Oklahoma stuff that we? I love it. Heard of I love it. it if that's true, that's it's, sick. I love it, but it's probably a bad decision for Kyler. Yeah, definitely. It. Well, like it's like how I want him to play in the NFL, but he should definitely play baseball. Yes, yeah. Like, baseball makes more money. You don't get hurt. If you got to play in the minors, in the NFL, you go right to the <laughs> league. Yeah, but he's already getting millions of dollars to not play for the A's right now. <laughs> How pissed do you think the A's are? Pissed? Like the, 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 yeah, yeah like that he might go back. I don't know if that's true. They're, they How would they draft him that early and not have something in his contract that says you can only play one year at Oklahoma or whatever? Yeah, like, that's already so cool of... Oakland, they're my favorite. They're my second favorite baseball team for just letting us have Kyler Murray for another year. Yeah, but after your Bo Sox champion, <laughs> I hate the Red Sox. Shut up. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, how they must be so pissed if he goes back. But you're right. There must be something in this contract. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems so strange that who it was McShay though. Like that's a pretty legit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he has Ryan Finley second, so it's pretty legit. Oh, yeah, he's just, yeah, Hollywood Brown legit. did it, what Hollywood, Hollywood Brown does. Man, uh, he's too fast. Matt Miller, man. Hollywood Brown is his wide receiver one. I've seen it. Who else had? Someone else. Or, did, is it McShay? McShay. Yeah, I saw yeah. on Saturday someone else had it, too. It was McShay. Um, Hollywood's awesome. He's not wide receiver one. I love him. Uh, he I, had a couple drops, though, didn't he? Yeah. I could see, yeah. That's something he's, like, quietly. I don't want to call Bad it, like, a big him. issue. Yeah. But you've seen them this year. But McShay's analysis of Hollywood is pretty on. Um, I think he basically said that coming into the season, he didn't like him too much. But then he's just improved so much as a route runner, which is that's true. very true. Hundred percent. He's become more of an all, all you know, solid receiver all around. Yeah. No, I can definitely see him being in the back end of the first round. I no, me too. Because you know those those. I feel like those guys always sneak in, like Philly just. <laughs> Okay, don't put that on him. I'm sorry, Hollywood. I love Hollywood. (laughs) Hollywood's Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Hollywood. I love Hollywood. Um, But you know what I mean? There's always those type of dudes that sneak in at the back end. I don't know why, but there's always uh, speedy receivers. And Hollywood's way better than those guys. Yeah, Hollywood's way better than them. Yeah. God, I wish the receivers just declared already so I would know. Stop saying. I just want everyone to declare. Enjoy college football. God damn it doesn't it. last November. very long. I know so it's almost long. done, man. It's almost done. College football is almost done. Enjoy it while it's here, please. No, I, I want draft season to start. 
What a game this was. This was so much fun. Ohio State 26, Michigan State Not 6. This. Not this one. Has, no. Haskins struggled again. Go back to school, Dwayne. Uh, I don't like Paris Campbell. Uh, Why? You don't like either drops or touchdowns? Like, he's Cordarrelle Patterson. He's <laughs> he, a running back. At least he wears know, 21. At least he wears 21, Rob. Like, he knows it. He tried to be a running back, clearly, if he's wearing 21. Um, tough Borland made some flash plays. So did Malik Harrison. I don't think either of those guys come out for Ohio State. But two mm-hmm. linebackers. I mean, we just talked about the linebacker class. It's really weird. But both guys that kind of, I think, would keep an eye on 2020. Um, I get... Isn't it? Yeah. I get why people like Draymond Jones. I just don't get why you would take him in the first round. That's fair. He just... He's not a good run defender. He kind of just cleared out. I mean, he's a very good interior pass rusher, but... yeah. He's really athletic, and he has a big motor. But in this class, I don't know if you're taking a guy who's not going to play the run that well in the first round. Weird question. Uh, do you think if Deron Payne was in this class, he'd be a first-round pick? Knowing what I know now, yes. Last year, you know what I mean. I didn't think he was going to be a first-round pick last year. <laughs> it's true. But uh, also, he was being taught. I thought... It was so weird because the discussion last year with him was we thought he was a really good nose tackle and people were trying to project him as a three tech and neither of us wanted to buy into that and then Washington used him as a nose tackle and he's really good. Yeah. But I mean, is that worth the 13th pick? I don't know because I'm not super high on taking nose tackles that early, especially seeing what's going on with like the Bucks could have had Derwin James and they took Vita Vea. I know. Uh, that would have been such a great fit. Yeah. Going back to Draymond, though, yeah. Summer Green's had a third, fourth round grade on him. Uh, you're right, though. He's just bad in the run game. Yeah. Like, I see why. Like, I, I think he's a day it's, two He's the flash. I just wouldn't yeah. take him the first round. Also, um, a guy who was just making... A, a, a Justin Lane and Kenny Willickies were the guys for Michigan State in this game. Willickies mm-hmm. kind of has that Chase Winovich feel to him of last year, where it's like, this guy's a really good college football player, but... <laughs> but He's not like going to be a stud in the NFL, and will he's going to go back for a senior at Michigan State and just shoot up the board? That's kind of a feel I got from him in this game. Ohio State couldn't we'll block see. him. We'll see, Rob. The Ohio State offensive line was horrible too. By the way, tell you there will never be another Chase Winovich, so don't say that he's special. Okay, uh, Florida thirty-five, <laughs> South Carolina thirty-one. Debo had a big game, big comeback for the Gators. Uh, oh, Brian Edwards isn't going to go out on senior night for South Carolina, so maybe he's returning. Just the, I like that you know all of these. I just see them on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, and then remember. Um, yeah, Polite Jefferson's and Eagle had flash plays. We talked about uh, Polite a little bit. Jordan Scarlett seems like a. I know we've talked about how he had hype before and like he's kind of yeah. backup, but he's just going to be a guy who I don't know if he'll even get drafted, but he's going to make an NFL roster. Uh, I don't disagree. This is his biggest game there, probably. At least from what I remember, he had a bigger. This was a big game for him. I've seen some. Uh, there's like one person that hypes him up. I've seen some of his clips, and some of them are interesting. I'll say that, but but he's also I'm got the exci- off field, so that's why I'm not sure if he'd get drafted. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of excited to, to watch him. Really? Yeah. But he's he's only a junior too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Why wouldn't he probably go back though? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Texas 41, Texas Tech 34. We talked about little Jordan a bit. Your boy yep. Antoine Wesley went off. <laughs> TJ Vasher went off. 
What if they'll both come out? Why? I don't know. Wesley looked really good in this game, man. Because he is really good. Vasher's too. Wesley's better, but okay. I I think so. it's it's funny. It's like, um, like Vasher makes such crazy plays, but Wesley does as well. Yeah. They're both so big. Yeah. Yeah. No. Two guys to watch. I'm just gonna go through these quick. Northwestern 14, Iowa 10. Clayton Thorson was awful, but Northwestern's clinched the Big Ten West. They're going to win the Big Ten. They're going to win. They're going to beat Michigan or Ohio T- State. Tell me why Noah Fant's barely used by Ottawa. Caught one pass for zero Ooh, yards. Wasn't on the field on their game, the their final drive. Like I don't know. I get TJ Hawkinson's fantastic. He had 7 for 89. Use them both at the same time. Noah Fant is the most athletic guy on most football fields. Just play him at wide receiver. Who cares? Look, but you know I was not falling ass backwards into tight ends because they just keep churning them out. So you know they know they you know they know what they're doing, but there's just I don't know I don't know what's going on. Do you think they just like no? He's a tight end. I could see them being like that. He's a tight end. We can't line him up at receiver. <laughs> I could see them being like that too. But like I just don't get it. Those are the two best players on your entire football team. <laughs> you should probably play them both a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Uh, Texas A&M thirty-eight. Old Miss twenty-four. Tom was a good quarterback, man. He's gonna get drafted. I know they lost, but like he carried them. See an- another one of those like kind of stranger guys at the end of the. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, AJ Brown, Demarcus Lodge, both eight. Lodge is gonna be a second round pick, and he's gonna, he's just so nasty off the line. I think. Oh, I gotta look quickly, but I think in the summer, like, and it's kind of come up now. I think he was just being underrated. Yeah, definitely. Like he, he struggles of- with some drops. Like that's his issue. But damn, he, he he's so smooth, and he's his moves off the line of scrimmage are nasty. He's a clean ass runner. Mm-hmm. I like Demarcus Lodge a lot. Fair enough. Um, Trevion Williams had another great game. There's no way he's not a top ten running back, my man. Sorry. I don't know. There's something wrong with. I don't know. There's something wrong. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so ominous and scary. <laughs> I don't know. I have a. F- I don't know. <laughs> don't tell me. You have a feeling. Uh, Sternberger had, feeling had another huge game. Yeah. Uh, Dalon Mack and Otero Laka both flashed a lot on defense, but yeah. AJ, how will you be betting on the Week 12 football games that aren't that great? Very carefully, Rob. What website do you use? Oh, I use uh, my bookie. Would you call it my bookie? I don't know. It's a little scary for me. I, I think they're friendly, so no, I wouldn't call it that. Fair enough. But if you guys want to use my bookie, you can go to mybookie.ag. <laughs> um, hey, if you put in uh, the promo code Heaven, they'll match your first deposit dollar for dollar. No way. For up to how many dollars, AJ? One thousand dollars. Correct. I think. Yeah. And guess what? If you deposit what? after 7 p.m. <laughs> on the East Coast, maybe you just finished a meal. You want to gamble away some Wait, money. What if you're a little bit inland? Can you deposit after 7 p.m. still? Only if it's Eastern time. Oh, okay. Uh, then they'll give you an extra $25 in free play. So you're also discriminating against the East Coast of Canada, who's an hour ahead. But it's okay. Atlantic time. Poor, poor boys. I mean, it is what it is. It. But use that promo code HEAVEN25 for that one. <laughs> Oh, I add, after 7 o'clock Eastern time. Okay. Correct. I ad-libbed that whole thing. I forgot to 
paste the ad into this one, so I just did that. You, oh, really? That was pretty good. I thought you were reading it. It wasn't. I've been getting better. I think I think because we've said it so many times. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the college Week game, 12 matchups. The college games are horrible. I tried my best to get some, but... There's one in here that I'm going to say I don't know why it's here, even amongst the rest of these, but okay. I think I know which one it is, and I have a reason. Yeah, okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So 12 p.m. number 10, Ohio State at Maryland. This isn't it, is it? No. Oh, okay. No. I, was, I put this because I feel like Maryland could pull this upset. They're not going to. I'm taking Ohio State to come. I, I am too, but like this seems like Maryland's going to be tied at halftime. Then Ohio State pulls away. It should be the, the Matt Canada. Also, Maryland's got guys. Like on their defense, Cowart, Brooks Jr., and Savage are all NFL talents on that defense. And their running back, Ty Johnson's fun. I could, I could see the Ohio State uh, Ty Johnson is fun. offense really struggling. But Ohio State will cover. Uh, <laughs> 2.30 p.m. This is the f- ball game. Let's do it, bro. Number th- why, is this, why is this starting at 2.30? No one knows. Notre, no one Notre knows. Dame does this like half the time their game started at 2.30. I hate Notre Dame. Okay. Can we? I wanted, we should just have done the whole show about this game. I'm so angry. Number 13, Syracuse at number 3, Notre Dame. In the fake pinstripe bowl at Yankee Stadium. Nine and a half. Nine and a half Notre Dame. Nine and a half Notre Dame. Notre Dame dressing okay. up as the Yankees for some reason, even though... Why are they doing this? I'm I suddenly offseason. This is making me very angry. You are from just outside Chicago. You are from Big Ten country, yet you pretend to be ACC. You're ACC for basketball. Then you go to New York. You play in New York for some reason. You pander to Yankees fans. What are you doing, Notre Dame? You have no integrity. You were going to lose this game to the true New York team, not Rutgers. The true New York game, the Syracuse Orangemen, winning this game outright. If I'm wrong, at least I did it with conviction, Rob. You did. Uh, I think the only reason they did it is because everybody hates the Yankees and everybody hates Notre Dame football. <laughs> I, I would respect that. It, at least like wear White Sox jerseys styling. You're, you're from almost Chicago. Have some respect. Or just don't do it. No, or don't do it. You're Notre Dame. You should not be wearing gimmicky jerseys. Syracuse is from New York. I don't even understand. <laughs> anyway. But there should uh, be more Notre Dame fans there, right? <laughs> like, for sure. What? There should be more Notre Dame oh, fans. Oh, de- definitely. Um, Wait, but do, do you know Babers? That's he's my the guy. better coach. He, yeah. I actually think he is the better coach. Like, yeah, he's going to get Brian fired, and then he's going to get hired in Notre Dame. <laughs> and, and then he'll, he'll make sure they never dress as Yankees. I respect that. But they do play a, a, a guest game in the Carrier Dome every year. So um, this, this is a fun matchup. You picking cues? I am. Good. They're winning. Uh, Ian Book, I don't even know if he's going to play. But if he does play, it will No, he's matter. playing. Is, is he he's for playing. sure? Okay. Uh, Syracuse has a couple dudes there. Like Eric Dungey's always balling. Uh, they got this Eric receiver, Dungey Jamal Custis, who's really big and interesting. Rivian Pierce, their tight end. Obviously, we talk to Notre Dame guys all the time, but F it, Syracuse. Uh, yeah. 3.30, number nine, West this Virginia, five and a half point favorites at Oklahoma State. I like West Virginia. Uh, OK State's Super Bowl, or national championship, whatever you want to say, it was last week. I agree. Badlam. This is a letdown game for them. It's a letdown. I know they're at home in Stillwater, but uh, for as much grief we give West Virginia, I, I mean, do I think they're... Like the ninth best team in the country, really? No, but they're obviously deserving of that ranking, clearly. But also, like, look what the Oklahoma passing attack did to the Oklahoma State yeah. secondary. Like, West Virginia's got Will Greer, Gary Jennings, Who? Dave Sills, and Marcus Sims. I don't see any way Oklahoma yeah. State slows that down. 
No, they're not going to. Yeah, like, as I was saying, as much as shit we give West Virginia, they're they're the better football team here, and they're gonna. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna win this game. Like maybe by ten. I think ten points to be honest. But hey, um, is this the this next game the game you're not sure? Right yeah, about? yeah. Uh, I was just trying to put games in your Virginia Tech guy. That's true. Not wrong. Uh, Miami, Miami three and a half point favorites at Va Tech. Also, you know <laughs> Miami's got some. Miami's still like they suck, but they have a bunch. But they've of got prospects. players. Absolutely, they do have a lot, especially on defense. But hey, also uh, Vatek's going to win. I'm taking Vatek. Vatek's also bad. They're also bad. I really want Miami to not make a bowl because I think that'd be hilarious after last year and yeah, the hype entering this year. Uh, okay, yeah. Duke at Clemson, number two Clemson. I literally only put this because watching Daniel Jones against this defense is going to be important for the evaluation. I know you're taking. Duke. I'm taking Duke to cover. Clemson's favored by 28. I'm taking Clemson. You're smarter than I am. Uh, <laughs> the college game day game. Cincinnati, who's not ranked, at number 12 Central Florida. Why isn't Cincinnati okay. ranked? They're 9-1. and one. They're 9-1. But they're, they're a fraud at 9-1. I'm going hardcore again. Ron. They're a fraud at 9-1. UCF is going to cover. Orlando is going to be jumping. I don't disagree. Uh, I just think, like, at least... Because I know they clearly rank things to make matchups look better... This is gonna be the college game day game. They should have ranked since he throw him at twenty. Maybe the playoffs will put him at twenty five tonight. That's true. Yeah, they probably will watch. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't hate if since he's ranked, but Utah State. Why aren't they ranked? They're better than since Anyways, they were uh, right? UCF's. I know it's stupid. I don't know. Uh, UCF's gonna win big. Yeah. I think since he's a fraud. I, I like. I always like the Bearcats, but I think they're frauds. Yeah. Uh, okay, I agree. Uh, 8 p.m., number 22, Iowa State at number 19, Texas. Texas, three-point favorites. Big game for big wide receivers and yeah. David Montgomery against a pretty stout, at times, defensive front on Texas. It's the second best game of the week. Um, I'm still going to take UT, though. As am I. Uh, no, fuck it. I'm taking Iowa State. <laughs> Respect. Hey, the first F-bomb. Of the I game. love Iowa State. I know. I already said the F-word. I know you do. Oh, did you? Yeah. Shit. Uh, finally, this Such is my mouth. Super Bowl. <laughs> Ten thirty p.m. Arizona State at Oregon. Oregon four point favorites. What has Oregon done? Like I love the Ducks, but what have they done to merit any trust from us in not picking Arizona State? I'm going to take. What do you State. mean? What has Arizona State done to merit uh, trust? They've had Manny Wilkins at quarterback. They oh, have Herm Edwards. This is actually more a fun more game. Like I. I don't care that neither is ranked, and I'm happy this is the Pac-12 after dark game on Saturday. Me too. Because I'm definitely going to watch it, because I try to watch all of Justin Herbert's games. And I like watching Arizona State. I like watching Manny. We are the biggest Rennell Wren guys. Uh, We love Nikhil Harry. This game is just full of guys I like to watch, and I love Pac-12 football. I hope the Ducks wear something, wear a nice uniform. I hope they both do. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon, though, to cover. I'm taking Arizona State. I just, I don't know, man. No, I I get the logic. They broke my heart. I knew they did, buddy. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, okay, that'll do it for us uh, at Seven Runs in Heaven. Uh, you can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me on Twitter at RobPaulNFL. Uh, you can follow Armchair at ACLAmericans and at ArmchairNFL. And you can go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com. You can read about the NFL draft stuff I write or about the NFL rookies I write about. So, yeah, that'll do it. And check you later, fans.